born in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Welcome, this is Karen Schoen, and you're listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Please visit goflca.org and get involved in the micro schools and in some of the legislation. We need your help, folks. And that's why I came up with a program that is called Get Five. This is going to be very important as we progress through this year, if we are going to have an election, which to me is a question mark, because once you learn about what this crowd is attempting to do, they will do every single thing you can think of to not have an election and certainly not have Donald Trump, who can only be the leader but he has to have a team. And that's what Get Five is all about. So all of the information that you get from any source that you get it from, turn around and send it to five people and ask those five people to send it to five people and do the same thing and continually ask those five to get five. If we did that, We could blanket our country with the truth and actually stop a lot of the things that are going on, a lot of the destruction of America, which, by the way, um, I'm going to be explaining later on during this first segment, we're going to talk about the problems. And in the second segment, we'll talk about solutions. I'm a problem solution person. It does us no good to hear problem over and over and over again and never hear what we can do about it. So that's what today's show is all about. Recently, I happened to listen to Mark Levin, who, by the way, is not my favorite commentator, not my favorite newscaster, uh, especially after that disgusting book that he wrote, which is prompting the Convention of the States, which, make no mistake, folks, is being put in place to replace our Constitution. The group that we're going to be talking about cannot let the American Constitution stand because it gives freedom and liberty and rights to the people from God. And that is unacceptable. Anyway, Mark Levin happened to make a statement, which is what prompted me to do today's uh, today's show. And what he said was he could not understand how the Islamists and the fascists and the Marxists and BLM and Antifa and the left and the Democrats and all of these groups could get together. And were they working from the same plan? And he didn't understand that. It seems as though he said they're all working on the same plan. And my problem is that is our problem. 
these people are working with the same plan. And what we have to do is recognize that they are the enemy. And who are they? Well, they are the globalists. And globalists have a definitive plan. And that plan is to eliminate all countries, all of them, every single one of them, replace all elected officials with regionally appointed councils who are not elected by we the people. They have broken up the world into regions. America was broken up into nine regions, which, which Nixon put in place in the United States. And these regions overlapped states and would eliminate states' rights, which of course was the goal. Their goal is to replace the elected officials with groups like NGOs who will tell us what to do because they have our best interest at heart and they will stop global warming, which is absurd. There is no way to stop climate from changing. It can't happen, and humans cannot do it. Look at the universe. Look how big the universe is. What do you think me as a human can do? Could I stop a volcano? Do I have a cork I can put on it? Could I tell uh, the, uh, a tornado not to come on my property? I don't think so. Humans have very, very little to do with climate change. It is the sun. It is the ocean. And it is a million other factors that make our climate change. And we have to say thank you and embrace that. And when we have a problem with the climate, well, we have to be prepared. And that's what our government should be doing. They should helping us prepare for the imminent danger of what catastrophic thing may happen in the climate. Who knows, someday maybe a meteorite will come down and land on the earth and do a lot of damage. Can you predict that? Can I? No. So it is absurd to think that we can do anything to change, to alter the climate, other than to prepare for what variety of different things Mother Nature will throw at us. Okay, so with that in mind, we have to understand that why did they choose the climate as their major crisis because it could be, at any given time, a major crisis. And by not preparing the people, they get devastation, which is exactly what they want. Confusion, chaos, destroyed buildings, destroyed structures, people in stress. That's what they want. Because people who are in stress, who have an issue, will turn to the government and say, help me and put your hand out. And the minute you do that, you become a government slave. Now, who are these people? Well, first of all, they are the globalists. So we have to stop calling them fascists and Nazis and all the other names that we give them, because those only enable the globalists to divide and conquer. We can get the Nazis to fight with the Marxists, and we can get the Islamists to go after the whatever. It won't make any difference, but as long as we can group the people they have their divide and conquer, which is exactly what they do on a continual basis. 
So we have to say who they are. And believe me, they are in both political parties. So we have your Democrats that are globalists. We have your Republicans that are globalists. And if we would call them globalists, then what they are doing makes sense. One of the things that globalists, their prime desire is that we all become citizens of the globe. That's why we're globalists. So we are all going to be run by the same rules, those international laws, and they are supposed to overtake our constitution. Well, if the American people knew their constitution, they would know that there's a clause in the constitution called the supremacy clause. And that clause said that no other document, no other laws will be supreme for the people in America over the constitution. But of course, we don't know that anymore because the constitution is not taught in school on purpose so that people will not know that the Constitution is supreme. Oh, about 15, 20 years ago, the laws were changed and guidelines were changed. And here's a perfect example. I was in the um, mortgage business and I was working with developers. And in Florida, we have the we had the Miami Code which all builders had to build by to be able to pass inspection because the Miami Code was the most stringent as it addressed most of the things that were hurricane resistant and would be able to function during a hurricane. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Many of the states used the Miami Code because they realized that would work in a tornado, might work in an earthquake, who knows, doesn't matter. But it was the best code available. And then all of a sudden, the code was changed to a watered down version of an international code. And that is now being used when building. So instead of following the American code, which was extremely strong, we are now following the international code, which I won't say is extremely weak, but it is certainly not as good or strong as the American code. So this is what they are doing. Slowly by slowly, they are making America subservient to the world court. And we have a big issue of that coming up very shortly, which is from the WHO, and that is the World Health Organization, where they have decided, this comes out of the United Nations, they have decided that they will be the ones to determine what is a pandemic, what is a health emergency. And once that is determined, they will be in charge. Well, this is the same people that created COVID and created the vaccine and are killing off millions of people all over the world. So we don't want them to be in charge of our health. And that is going to be something we're going to be talking about also. And we need everyone to go to their legislator and tell their legislators, absolutely not, no way will we follow the WHO. And there are many countries that have recognized this and they are doing this now. So who is this crowd? Well, David Rockefeller, 
who decided that he should be the king of the world, created the Trilateral Commission. And he worked with Henry Kissinger, who was a criminal, but everybody thought he was so wonderful. And he created multiculturalism and all different ways to, to sterilize humans and control the population. He was very high on abortion, which, by the way, is just a mechanism to control the population. They must decrease the population any means possible because there's too many people for them to control. And they realize that if the people of the world got together and said, no, we don't want to be global citizens. We want to be citizens of America, of England, of France, of Argentina. We want to be citizens of our own country. We want to pay attention to our own country. We want our own country to be strong and good and serve its citizens. We don't want to answer to the United Nations. Well, they don't care. So that's the bottom line. They don't care. And we have to understand that they don't care. They could care less about us. They could care less who we are. They could care less about anything. And so they will leave the borders open. They will destroy America so that America will be nothing more than another third world country with slaves who answer to the elite who are housed in Davos or in, but all part of the United Nations. So David Rockefeller, trying to be king of the world, created the Trilateral Commission, who set about to develop Agenda 21, and they fixed Agenda 21 as their goal of the climate, and they called it sustainability fancy word for control. That's all it means, control. So every time you hear the word sustainable, take the word sustainable out and put the word control in because that's all it is. And they developed this plan called Agenda 21. And every time we called it out and said, this is nothing more than a plan that will, will manage all production all distribution of all goods and services to humans and therefore control every aspect of human activity, they said, no, you're crazy. It doesn't do that. It says the, we have to focus on the environment and we have to make sure the environment is taken care of because that will help the common good, garbage has nothing to do with the environment. It has to do with control. The environment is just the mechanism that David Rockefeller determined would be the answer because everybody's involved in the environment. You live on this world. You're part of the environment. So by controlling the people and lying about the environment and telling people that CO2, which is necessary for life, is the enemy of the planet. That's how they went forward. And that was how they determined that the world could be living under a constant crisis. Why? Because climate changes. So the more climate changes, the more crises they could create. And that's what they have been doing for years and years and years. Well, Maurice Strong, he was uh, an oil billionaire, made his money in oil, just like Rockefeller. And they decided to pick on fossil fuel because basically they didn't want any competition. 
so they could control the energy source and limit the people's energy because if you limit energy, you limit power. So simultaneously, they could dumb the people down by not teaching the, by not teaching the truth in schools. People would then become dumb and dumber and dumbest, which is what we have today. And they put in place programs like No Child Left Behind and Affirmative Action, and they filtered this throughout the world. And they made the people dumb because illiterate people require less from their government. And that, of course, is always their goal, to give the people less so that they have more. And this has been going on uh, since the beginning of, uh, I would have to say definitely since the beginning of the United Nations, but that was just the mechanism to make it work. So they developed Agenda 21, George Bush 41 signed on to it. He never read it, but he went back to Congress and he said, we will have a new world order. And so did Nancy Pelosi. And you can YouTube uh, their talk to Congress talking about the New World Order. What was the New World Order? They would be in control. You will have nothing and they will be happy. Boy, did we hear that before. Maurice Strong, this oil billionaire, had a student. Guess who that student was? Klaus Schwab. This is why I say everything is connected. Nothing is random. Everything has a plan. All plans are the same, and they are all based on lies. And Klaus Schwab was tasked with the world. He brought forth the World Economic Forum, which now has decided that they will control the world and the world's people. And these are the programs that they have put in place today. And every time we start yelling about them and saying, no, no, we're not going to do that. And bad plan, bad plan. Well, guess what they do? They change the name of the plan. And they think that your next four years, you're going to come back with a new plan. The plans are always the same. They win, we lose, they have everything, we have nothing. That's the plan. And along the way, as fast as they can, they will kill us because now they have artificial intelligence that can replace us. So they don't need us. They don't need those mouths that they have to feed. They don't want to be told that people need something. They're not interested in that. They are only interested in money, power, and control. So what are these goals? Well, they came up with a new plan, and it's called the Sustainable Development Goals. Really, all they are is a scheme for them to have everything and for us to have nothing. And it is put forth by the objectives of the financial elite of the World Economic Forum, the group in Davos. So what is sustainable development? It's population control, central planning, global governance, and an education to indoctrinate your children into a new set of beliefs in preparation for the fake sustainable world order. It is a political and economic scheme that has detracted from the real problem with the environment, which is pollution. So they don't have to talk about that anymore. They can go pollute. They can go kill you. It won't make any difference. It is a debt, money, banking, and globalization of a hyper-growth economy based on debt. If people are in debt, 
you can't succeed. You're not successful if you are in debt. And by not teaching you how to manage debt, they control the debt. And our economy is based on debt. It's not based on prosperous items. It's not based on a profit. Oh, that's bad. Having a profit is bad. Making money is bad. No, it's not. It enables you to do things. And they have also discovered that the most charitable people are the ones that have a disposable income that is above the norm, which is what America had for a very, very long time. They have been creating money out of thin air and then telling us that we have to pay the interest on that money. And therefore, we will never repay the debt because the more money we borrow, the more interest is owed. The more interest that's owed, the deeper in debt we go, and it becomes a vicious cycle where they win and we lose. And that is unfortunately what we have going on. So there are 17 new sustainable goals, and a gentleman by the name of Mark Keenan in the website on global research, which I will put in my notes, has taken these goals and he has, quote, decoded them, which I thought was phenomenal. And you really have to read what he has written. And I'm going to go over a couple of them with you. First of goal number one says to end poverty in all forms everywhere. Well, that is totally unrealistic because there will always be a form of poverty. It is a given fact that there will always be people at the high end and people at the low end and people at the low end for whatever reason will always have to be taken care of. So what does that really mean? The translation means to keep the developing world in vast debt constantly so that we can constantly say we're going to end poverty. Look at that country. They're so poor. Well, of course they're poor. We're making them poor. They're going to goal number two, end hunger, achieve food security, and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. Well, what does that really mean? Translation, he says, the rampant expansion of genetically modified food, no local control of seed banks, as internationally agreed means mega corporations control the genetic resources. So mega corporations like Monsanto will control your seed. You will have to buy from them. There will be no way not to buy from them. If Monsanto decides that they're not going to make um, tomato seeds, and guess what? You won't have tomatoes. That's the way this is going to work. That's the way they will decide what you will eat. And by the way, these seeds will be filled with chemicals. Won't that be exciting? Number three goal is to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all ages. Oh, doesn't that sound so nice? Oh, sure. And how are they going to do that? Mass vaccination, mass abortion, mass population control for convenience of the devastating effects and due to the horrific diseases that they will dream up and put upon us. The propaganda and brainwashing through compulsory education from cradle to grave 
all learners must be indoctrinated into sustainable development and a sustainable lifestyle. They will have and you will not. That's what sustainability means. Uh, goal number five is to achieve gender equality and empower women of all ages. What a joke that one is. The gender garbage that they are teaching is basically to confuse and to force people onto medication that and surgeries that will make them rich. An abortion is a one-time deal. You have an abortion, that's it. There's no going back. You can't do anything to change that situation. But gender changing means that every month, every day, you have to go to the doctor and make sure that your meds are correct, that you're not screwing up your innards. So it is an extremely lucrative business. Number six says to ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation. Oh, that sounds so nice. Isn't that just wonderful? They're looking out for us. So they will privatize all the water and the water that you thought was free, like rainwater, you'll wind up paying for because they will be putting stuff like fluoride in our water. What does fluoride do? Well, if you go back and you look at the ghetto in Poland, they pumped fluoride into that water and that made the Jews subservient. That's what fluoride does. It makes you docile. To ensure access to affordable, reliable, sustainable, modern energy for all. That's goal number seven. Really? Once you have that smart grid, that smart meter, who controls your electricity? How many people realize that in third world countries, they actually cut off the electricity for maybe 12 hours? I remember my friend coming from Lebanon and he said, people don't know that we have 12 hours on and 12 hours off on our electric grid. So if you talk bad about the government, they'll shut off your electricity. Screw you. They don't care. Okay. Goal number eight is to promote sustainable and inclusive economic growth, full and productive employment and decent work for all at things that they decide. Not things that you decide, things that they decide. You will be working, who knows, slave labor, they don't care, bringing in people to America who are used to making $2 an hour is a lot different than $20 an hour. Think about that. This is the kind of things that are in Agenda 2030, which is what our disgusting regime of globalists, and that would be the Biden regime, is trying to promote in America. They want sustainable developments. They are going to cities, to towns all over the country, bringing in groups like ICLEI, which is I've changed its name because people realize that people are not interested in an international corporation running their town. So they changed the name to make it local sustainability. Isn't that wonderful? They're so nice. We have to pay attention in our towns, in our communities, 
and we cannot let these people get a foothold. These are some of the problems that we will be facing in 2024. And if we don't get the right people in office who understand this, we will be screwed because they will be bringing in sustainability czars, uh, sustainability people, DEI people, all of that set up so that they can divide we the people. So what can we do about it? Well, as I said before, the second part of the show is going to be devoted to solutions because knowing about the problem and not being able to do anything about it is equally disastrous. So we cannot have that. So folks, this is Karen Schoen. You have been listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. GoFLCA is our website. Learn about the micro school and get your kids out of those public indoctrination clinics masquerading as public schools. Homeschool your kids. Give your kids a chance. If you believe that children are our future, then let's stop robbing them of theirs. Hang on, folks. I'll be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. 
With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all. Karen Schoen, you're listening to The Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network. Please visit our new website, americaoutloud.news. It's really good, and you can get a lot of information there. Uh, my show is terrific, but there are other good ones as well. And it is so important, again, that we share, share, share the information Get five people and turn around and ask those five people to get five people. And every time you get something, a to-do item, an action item, share it with those people. Share the information with the people, because the only way we're going to combat this is with the truth. And believe it or not, there's only one version of the truth. Also, please visit the Florida Citizens Alliance website, goflca.org, and pay attention to the county grades if you are in Florida. Florida grades on a curve. 88% of the kids will graduate. 47% can read, write, and do math. So the regardless of what the grade is, the highest grade in the state becomes an A. And what I discovered was out of 500 points, the majority of the counties got in the 240 range. That's less than half. When I went to school, less than half was an F. F stood for fail. We are failing our children. Get them out of those indoctrination clinics masquerading as public schools and start a micro school, start a home school, join a private school. It does not matter. But once you give your child over to those public schools, your child will be lost. And that is our future, our future is going to be lost. Good news is, folks, our calls and letters have been working, and the SEC is being besieged with calls that say no to the NAC, NAC, which the National Asset Company. The National Asset Company will privatize America's assets and let anyone in the world purchase them. So we could have Russia, China, uh, who knows who would purchase those natural resources, and then they could not use them and send them back to their own country. That is unacceptable. No to the knack. Tell your legislators no to the knack. Tell everyone, tell five, and tell those five to tell five others. And while you're at it, tell them no to WHO. That's the World Health Organization. Folks, all I can say is from what I have been reading and seeing, 
if we do our job, which is hold our legislators accountable, we will win. They will stop. They are deathly afraid of not being elected. And that is our job. It's our job to get on them and tell them what we want. America is a constitutional republic. You elected these people to work for you. And if we don't tell them what to do, they won't work for us. Well, in the last segment, we talked about the problems that we have, and they are stemming from the agendas of the globalists. Remember the globalists. They want no borders. They want no countries. They want only regions set up by regional councils who are unelected people who think that they should control the world. Well, I don't think so. So we have to see what we can do. And that starts locally. And if we don't pay attention to what's going on in our local communities, shame on us. We have to vet the candidates that are in front of us. Ask them if they know. What is a globalist? What do they intend to do? Are we going to pay attention to the developers who seem to feel that they can rule our county, especially now? Uh, Glenn Beck just had a segment this past week on the new city that is going to be in Texas that is filled with illegals. So what do you think is going to happen when the country gets filled with illegals? coming from third world countries. Do you think these people will aspire to be great Americans? I don't think so. They're busy getting their hand out from welfare. So what can we do in our local community? Well, I have asked a very long time and very dear friend to join me today because I think what she is doing with her group in Martin County, Florida is amazing and is needed and the story must be told. So Cindy Lucas, thank you so much for joining me today. Cindy, you have taken it basically upon yourself to clean up Martin County. So what are the issues that you were facing that you felt necessary to get a handle on? Um, well, first of all, the city of Stewart has its own commission. Then we have Martin County Commission, and then we have the, the town of Schools Point, which is where I live. The two culprits, which is the worst, is the city of Stewart and Martin County Commission. Um, in the city of Stewart, they have adopted um, the UN 21, the Earth Charter. It says it on their website. You have to dig a little further for it, but they have the sustainable development tree on it. And what they have been doing, this beautiful little town that was once a jewel of, more, of, of the county. I mean, we're one county up from Palm Beach. It was just a jewel, a wonderful place to live. Um, what they've done is they have tenants the county where they have gathered property. They're changing the zoning. So if you come in and you decide that you want to build this development, uh, we'll change the zone. No problem. We're building apartments into the urban boundary, um, which is all part of Agenda 21. Um, they have little districts, the art district, this district, that district, that's all part of Agenda 21. We have the train now roaring through Martin County, which they do want to have it stop. Um, they're putting in, um, they want Fort Green space, which is a joke, because the waterfront is gone. The waterfront's going to be totally gone. 
Um, so they talk out of two sides of their mouth. They want to save the environment. We have a problem here with Lake Okeechobee and the rivers. Um, and then they're all crying, to the, you know, they're crying about all that. And then they turn around and they overdevelop them uh, on the water. So what we've done was we managed to get Chris Collins onto the county consensus, the city commission. He's totally against it. I would say that there's two that are the biggest culprit of it. The other two are uh, just useless, don't understand, and go along with whatever the other you know, four are doing. That's basically what happens in the city. Uh, Cindy, you said that you managed to get Chris Collins on the board. How did you do that? Uh, we did it because he was a great candidate. I mean, he went door to door because the, the people do not may not understand about Agenda 21, but they know that the development is out of control. And so when you're able to connect the dots and tell them about the CRAs, the Redevelopment Board, um, and this move into the urban boundary, why they want to move you into the urban boundary, how eventually you'll have no car, no ride with bicycles, um, so forth and so on. Um, so that's what he did. He went door to door and he won. They were upset, literally upset. And you know, it's, it's sad um, because now I talked to Chris the other day because we have another candidate that we're going to put forth in the county commission. Um, it takes about 20 grand to run a campaign, 20 to 30 grand to run a campaign in the city and the county, probably a little bit more in the county. So we have decided that we're going to do America first, uh, Martin, Martin uh, County first, we're going to call it, because the planners are part of the problem. Planners, um, you know, go, go to the city commissioners and tell them what to do, basically, that's what happens. Nobody asks any questions. Sometimes they don't know what it's about. They just go along with it. So in Palm City Coast, Ed Danko, who's the commissioner up there, he's running as America First, as an America First candidate or Palm City, uh, Palm Coast City First. We think that's a good idea to do because uh, people really love MAGA, and uh, this is a chance for us to beat it back because people are starting to understand what it means. They don't like the developers. They don't like the fact of all these apartment buildings here. Now we have the illegals here. Um, and they're getting into the food systems now. They're telling people what they can grow on their property. Um, what happened in Martin County is very unusual. Martin County had a woman named Maggie Horjella. Maggie Horjella. Maggie and her sister and her brother lived down in Miami, uh, in the city, and um, she was very active on the environmental side of Martin County. So she wrote the first comprehensive plan, and basically that plan said keep development out, um, to move, um, to not allow uh, big development, rural living, so forth and so on. The mistake that was made, we believe, and she has now died. The mistake that's happened now is, is that um, the people, the, the building that's going on inside the urban boundary has gotten so much worse. And she was, if she was alive today, she's only been gone two years, she would be appalled at what's happened. So, and the people on Jupiter Island, which is one of the richest communities in America, is part of, um, part of Martin County, which is between Tequesta and the, and, the, and the city of Stewart and the county, it's in 
put it between those two towns. Uh, they're now developing that, and that's going to be another part of, um, you know, global UN Agenda 21 planners. Uh, they're taking all the grant money, and the grant money comes with the bike paths, and isn't this wonderful? Well, the funny part about that is, is all the people that live on Jupiter Island now, the people that really cared about non-growth, this nonsense, uh, they've all passed away. Nat Reeves, the big supporter of Maggie Hortella, um, they now are run by, I mean, hedge funds, and um, these people don't give a damn. They want to make it. They want to make it like that. So they're buying up towns, and they're going to get grant money, and they're going to gentrify it. And basically, when you say gentrify it, what does it mean? It means they're going to put a lot of sustainable development into that area. And do we need any bike paths? No, we don't need bike paths. They're dangerous, very dangerous, especially especially here in Stewart, where you're on the road and you go over a bridge, and if you're going to go make a right-hand turn, you've got a bike path between your lane and making that right-hand turn. So it's an accident waiting to happen. And if the train, if they have the train stop and they get their way and the train stops here, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. We'll have people coming up from Miami and Fort Lauderdale where they've already implemented all this Agenda 21 garbage, and we will have probably 100 bikers coming up on a weekend taking over our roads. Take a look at what happens in Key Biscayne, where the nightmare that it is down in Broward and uh, you know, in Beach County now. So it's, it's really terrible, and Horton County has been known for a non-growth county. And it was like she died. Donald Trump didn't get elected, and it was like overnight this happened. Literally overnight. We pushed back. We defeated 750 regional plan years ago, which is seven counties. It was a regional plan, which is basically all coming out of Agenda 21, 2030 now. And that plan, if it had gone through, would have been basically we would have ended up having a police department or a fire department, all of that. And that was all about sustainable development. That is another really bad, bad project. So we brought that back. Now it's back again, but they don't call it that. It comes through the Treasure Post Planning Association, which goes around and tells us what to do here in Port St. Lucie, Palm Beach County, and so forth. And they're bringing it in again. And these are the people, by the way, who think that they're saving the environment. They don't use sustainable anymore. They use resiliency. That is the new word. So we have drainage problems happening all over the county because there's nowhere for the water to go. You build these huge communities and these apartment buildings, and uh, the houses down the hill are being flooded. Our roads are getting so, happening. So basically, the goal with the candidate is to get out and talk to the people. Yeah. That's the bottom line. From what I'm hearing, from what you're saying, it's the uneducated people that are making the decisions because they really don't know what this is about. So in order for candidates to be selected, vetting should be done. And then the candidate needs to do door knocking, the candidate and their supporters. Is that the program? Yes, you have to get door knocking done because what happens here in Martin County, the firefighters, sheriff's office, just got a raise, and that's how these elected officials, what they'll do is they'll throw in a third-party candidate uh, to take votes away from the candidate that's running against. We have commissioners here that have been here for 20 years. They need to go. So you have to vet them. 
You have to educate them, and then you have to make sure that they're out there banging on the doors and educating people. And some people um, know something's wrong. They don't know what the words are, or they just don't like the development. So if, if you go and you just say to them, do you like the development, that's how Chris got, got it done. People really hate all this development. They may not connect it to Agenda 21 yet, but a lot of them have because of Chris, but there's still a lot of people out there that haven't that hasn't happened because they also get sold. Isn't it nice? Do it nice. Look at these tourists are coming in and look at the restaurants. They're so busy. Well, it's a madhouse here. And, um, you know, our motto in Martin County used to be Don't Broward Martin County. That was the motto that Maggie Hortelli used to use. And believe me, she's a Democrat. I would, when I moved here, I didn't think I'd have anything in common with Maggie Hortella. But See what's happening now. It's really odd. And by the way, 750 is being pushed. Maggie Hortella and the lefties didn't vote for that because they understood what it was about. So the 750 breaks down the counties so that there are no elected officials. And it's just one great big region, which then, as you said, would have the police force, would have the fire. There's no... Uh, individual community camaraderie that you would have with your local police force, with your local fire unit. Everything would be run by a big central planner. That's basically what uh, 750 was all about. And I remember uh, we did a tremendous campaign because I was living in Broward County at that time. And we did a tremendous campaign to alert the people as to what this was. And basically, it took away local control. So the people who lived in the county had no control over what the county and the county development would look like. And you're saying they're bringing that back? Um, well, they're bringing it piece by piece. Uh, Treasure Coast uh, Planning Association. <laughs> you know, they go around. I went to one of their events, uh, and, you know, they're pushing all this, a lot of garbage. And it's not going to happen overnight, obviously. But, you know, who are the planners? You know, when you start looking at who the Treasure uh, Coast Planning Association is, look and see who they are. Look and see who your commissioners are. Are they realtors? Are they realtor lawyers? Are they, um, you know, are they builders? Um, you know, the CRA, the Community Development Board, they're all part of the problem. And, you know, we don't elect these officials. I mean, the, the, go into a, a county commission or a city commission meeting, and what do you have? You have a planner there that's been hired that goes to them and recommends all this part. How do we know who they are? That they seem better? And we're going to end up having a sustainable, resiliency, sustainable, and I think that's the name, that they gave it in Palm Coast City, you can look it up, where Ed Danko is running again. Uh, they're paying her $80,000 a year. Really? Okay. To implement all this garbage. And that's what it is. I remember at that time, we used to train people how to go to those meetings because they use a technique called the Delphi technique. And they had a pre-described question and answer that they would guide the audience to. And one of the things that we used to do was training people in the Delphi technique. 
where we would have people go to these meetings and should not be sitting together. They should be separate and asking questions, which they weren't allowed to do. And questions were like, where do you live? What's your house look like? And guide them that way so that we were taking it away from them and putting it now in the committee onus, which is what it should be in the uh, group committee, we would go and we would have a pre-printed script. We each had three minutes. So we would go paragraph by paragraph to these meetings. And we were called disruptors. And many times they wouldn't even let us come back to the next meeting because we were asking questions. That's the key, folks. When you say, Cindy, you've got to ask these people questions as to how do they think that this is going to better the community by filling it up and making congestion with um, new residents. The roads can't handle it. Nothing can handle it. And all it's going to be is tremendous stress and congestion on the existing residents that are there right now. Yeah, well, I think what's going to happen is just, this is just my opinion. Uh, if we don't get new people elected, uh, uh, that's the basic thing. We have to get new people elected. We would love to have three, three seats taken on the county commission board. I have one person running. We need two others. We would love to get all three removed from the town of the city of Stewart. And then we have to change the direction. We have to tell them. We, we want to know who these people that they hire are. Why aren't they being fed? There's so many things that, you know, it's, um, people let this happen because they, they're, we have become a tourist industry also. The Chamber of Commerce is all in on it. Isn't this great? Oh, the realtors are all in on it. The builders are all in on it. Um, you know, you name it, everybody's in on it. The restauranteurs are all in on it. Now they want to build a little hotel downtown and take up more water. And this is a river that is, um, toxic. I mean, we've had uh, Lake Okeechobee when they empty Lake the lock. Um, you will see the river is green. So you're all worried about all this stuff, and yet <laughs> they talk out of two sides of their mouth. So I think that vetting candidates, finding candidates, educating them, having those candidates, make sure that they go out door to door, um, get some help. Everybody's educated. That's how we get it done. Uh, uh, they may have heard. Now, maybe we're lucky they're, if they're MAGA and they, if they like Trump, they may have heard about the 2030 plan, which is basically, you know, Agenda 21 on steroids. So I would say they may have heard. And if they have, then maybe connect the dots and they can be more aware of it. But most people, even though they may be aware of it, think it's harmless. And it's not harmless. It's bad. And it's it's really, you really want to see how bad it is. All you have to do is go down to West Palm Beach, uh, which is going to be a 15-minute city. Uh, the person that I uh, am friends with, her husband and my husband, both passed away. She worked for the Canadian government, and she worked for Maurice Strong, who wrote The Earth Tour, Agenda 21. And she told me that that's going to be a 15-minute city. Well, we have a lot to look forward to. And one of the things that you do, Cindy, is you put out an incredible newsletter and you don't have to be in Martin County to get the newsletter. 
So please tell everyone where they can find the information because you can take that information and apply it to your county, to your state. It's the same thing because they use the same plan over and over again because they feel that the people are stupid, won't pay attention, and they can just slide their policies in. Well, we have to show them that that's not true. So where can they find you in the newsletter, Cindy? Okay. Um, well, first of all, I think that I'll, I'll just give you my email. It's LuckySin, L-U-C-K-Y-C-I-N, at Comcast.net, and I can ask, add you to our list. We do have a uh, – you can find us on uh, Twitter, and I'll give you that, which is a good place to go if you want to get things out there, and that is at MTPartyC, and that's our handle on Twitter. And that's the Martin Party Committee. We dropped the 912 because everybody forgot what it was. Um, and that's where we are. And I'd be happy to talk to anybody. If you want my phone number, I can give it to you right now, 561-301-1601. Uh, and anybody that wants to help out, we'd love to have them. And you can give any information. They, you know, they want to talk to us, no problem. We're, we're here. Well, that is good to know. And this is so important, folks. We have to pay attention to our local communities. Uh, there isn't going to be anybody to come and save us except us. And I will tell you right now, you know more than the legislators because it's closer to your heart than it is to theirs. Uh, they are in charge of 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 people. You are living in your community, and if you don't take care of it, nobody else will. So please go and get Cindy's newsletter. I will put the information in the show notes that you'll be able to find on the americaoutloud.news website. Contact your federal legislators and tell them no to the NAC, no to the WHO, and tell them close the borders or close the government. We're not afraid of the government being closed. We need to have the government closed or we will be besieged with more and more illegals that nobody can handle. Then tell five people and have those five people tell five more people and so on down the line. Let us spread the truth because nobody else will. This is very important. This is our future. Thank you all for listening. Have a great week.